Welcome everyone to a joint coffee and conversation, bongs and brunch edition, uh, with the guy who came up with the name, <laughs> a moment with Alex. Uh, Alex, what's go going ahead, on, everyone? Go ahead and introduce yourself real quick. Hey, everyone. Uh, my name's Alex of a moment with Alex. Uh, I, uh, I mean, I don't know what you want me to introduce myself with. Uh, I stream on Twitch. I've been streaming on Twitch since about August of this year. Um, I'm a dad, college student, work part-time, you know, the, the, the old, old dude grind trying to, you know, (laughs) hang out and get the stuff done while also trying to be a, a streamer. So, uh, that's me. Big Red Sox fan. If you couldn't tell. Uh, I also play a lot of video games, so that's, I mean, that's the the most of it. Okay, and then uh, you are from Oregon, correct? Yes, sir. No. Lamet Valley, Oregon. Uh, born and raised, or moved there? Um, I was, yeah, I was born in Oregon, but my parents were in the military, so we moved around a lot when I was a kid, and then we settled back down um, in Oregon probably when I was, like, five or six uh no not a burrito stream um but yeah so that was the other thing i was going to ask you about um because I, I think you did a fundraiser one time for like uh wounded warriors or something like that right you did you, you, are, uh, are you i have or you helped or you're promoting someone else who was doing it or something yeah so um you know veterans and taking care of veterans mm-hmm. has always been huge for me i never got a chance to serve um but my, like I said, both my parents, yeah. my grand, both my grandfathers, um, they've all served. My uncle served. So taking care of veterans is super important to me. Um, I haven't actually raised any funds for them, like done any charity streams yet, just because I'm still trying to figure yeah. out the whole streaming thing. But that's actually one of my goals for this year is to partner with some uh, veterans groups to do some charity streams um, once or twice at least. That's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah, because I was like, I don't remember exactly if you were partaking it. I remember you, you shared it or something where I was like, I wonder if you if you were in the military yourself. And then, um, and then I see like the the little picture in the background where it's like the the World War Two, right? Where it's like they're picking up the, the yeah. It's like a little parody of it, or is not exactly it. Right? Yeah, so it's um. It's supposed to be a parody of Iwo Jima. Okay. The flag raising at Iwo Jima, but instead of you know the actual photo, it's stormtroopers, mm. and it's the imperial flag. So, and then I've also got I'm a big history nerd, also. Yeah. So, I've also got the crossing of the Delaware, but this okay. one's with Darth Vader instead of George Washington. So, uh, I I love those photos. I got them at a Comic Con a couple of years ago, and I was like, I saw them, and I knew I had to have them like right yeah. then and there. Okay, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love. I'm a big history nerd, and I love history games. But like, history and Star Wars crossing over to my yeah. favorite thing I had to, had to get it. Yeah, dude, that's really dope. Um, what kind of uh history games like do you play? Like Civ and like like Civilization and stuff like that, or like Assassin's Creed kind of. So I've actually played all of those. Um. When I was the kid, Age of Empires first came out. Like, the very first Age of Empires okay. came back out on Windows 95. Um, and I played the first one. And then I played... I I absolutely fell in love with the second one. The second one played a lot of um, medieval history. And mm-hmm. so I was really into that. Um, 
And then I played games like Company of Heroes, which is based around World War World War Two, mm-hmm. uh, Rome, Medieval Total War, almost all the Total War games because they they have a lot of basis in history. They're not historical, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know Assassin's Creed is awesome. Anything that can get like you know modern games are cool, like because they're set in our time frame. Yeah. But when you go back and you can play like a an alternate history like mm. that's always to me that's always a ton of fun yeah of course um one i'm not really into like superheroes and stuff for like like comics yeah. like dc marvel stuff like that i'm more into anime but the one that i really enjoyed uh watchmen that that movie okay and like how that was a really good one yeah i, I really liked how it made it look like the old superheroes kind of stuff yeah, like, it's not really history, um, but I was, like kind of tied it into like the the era of what could have been or something, right? Like an alternate universe. Like if history, like if if superheroes were real and like when yeah. they first kind of showed up, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, Watchmen was really good, and the way like they tied it into history, mm-hmm. right? So like superheroes really won Vietnam for us and all that. Like I thought yeah. that was super awesome. Um. But, like, when superheroes, you know, when anything collides with history, to me, that's a lot of fun, right? Yeah. So, getting to watch, like, Watchmen was really cool. And, actually, so, I know you said you're not into Marvel, but they did a run in the Marvel comic books where all of the superheroes were sent back in time. Okay. And so, it was all, like, Marvel superheroes, but in, like, the, like the I want to say it was, like, the 1400s. Ooh. So, it's, like, medieval times. Yeah. And so, you've got Captain America in, like, full armor, but he's also got the shield. And then Iron Man's, like, this out of out of touch, like, crazy guy, and he's got all these gadgets, and people thought he was a weirdo. And that was a lot of fun. Oh, that sounds pretty interesting. I might have to look into that. I can't remember the title. Um, I mean, if that was, like, an animated show within itself, or, like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that would be a lot of fun. That right? would be sick. Yeah, like Disney should pick that up and be like, "Yo, we're gonna." Um, well, I know Disney's doing a Marvel What If, so there's a chance that they could be oh. doing something like that. Um, have you looked into WandaVision at all? I keep getting like uh, ad, actually, ads for it, on, like I'm on Twitter and stuff, but I haven't, I haven't really looked into it. Yeah, so my wife and I actually watched it last night. Um, there's two episodes on Disney Plus right now. We watched both of them back to back. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. It's weird. Yeah. Like off the jump, it is weird. There's so much going on that, and because like, I know you said you're not big into the Marvel stuff, Mm -hmm. but this is kind of like, like the end of the last big Avengers movie gave you like a good stopping point. Yeah. And so when they pick up in this one, you're just kind of like, what, what is going on right now? Mm -hmm. I don't understand. And so my wife and I like, Last night, my wife goes, I have no idea what's going on. And I responded with, but I like it. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. Also, what's up, Wack? I see you in, in chat. <laughs> oh, hey, Wack. What's up, man? <laughs> well, Wack was the last one that was on, on this little streamcast. Oh, well, I wish you hadn't told me that. Now I don't know. Like, I'm definitely not going to be able to hold up to what he brought. <laughs> that dude's amazing. Yeah, dude, Wack is, like, just the fact that he's on, like, on his stream, he just goes out of his way to promote other streamers, like, actively, like, like, we're, we're yeah. playing uh, and- Fortnite with him and Doggy Dead last night, 
and the entire Ooh. time yeah dude we got two dubs me whack doggy dad got two dubs let's um, go yeah bro i was like yo they got they got me kind of sucked in back into <laughs> into fortnite now but yeah the entire time like whack just kept promoting other people on his stream and i'm like yo you gotta stop this is your stream whack <laughs> <laughs> yeah bro it's your stream i don't even like it like i don't even like it when i when i'm in somebody else's stream like i don't want to talk about i mean obviously other than right now because yeah. this is like a conversation kind of thing but like if i'm in if i'm just playing with somebody like off stream mm. like i don't talk about my stream at all like i'm just here to hang out with you i'm supporting you like that's the kind yeah. of thing and so it's so crazy like i think whack has gotten so many people to raid me and <laughs> whack it whack is yo whack you're you're the bomb man that's all I got. That's all I got. Wack is responsible for Doggy Dad's first ever hype train that we got him yesterday. And then Oh, let's go. And then while he while Wack was streaming, he said he's like, Oh, this other person hasn't got a hype train. So then they went and gave that person a hype train while while Wack was still streaming last night. Yeah, dude. It was it was insane. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I just saw a bulletin board and thought that's what I want to be. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what you are, but you gotta hey, you gotta focus on yourself sometimes, bro. Of you course. put out great content, so Yeah. Um so uh Alex, what why did you start streaming? You're saying like you're a you're you're a dad, you go to you go to school, right, and stuff. So you already had a busy, yeah. pretty busy life and you're like <laughs> like let me add something else on top of it <laughs> let me just throw something else onto it yeah um so you know i've always been kind of someone who like sees a trend and wants to get in on it okay so in 2018 which is what i call the year of the podcast mm -hmm. everybody and their mother started a podcast <laughs> yeah literally everybody including me mm -hmm. so i jumped in i got in on the podcast um we recorded 20 episodes we talked about nothing but sports it was awesome we were downloaded in like five different countries okay you know it was it was a lot of fun but the problem for me is that i was doing all the like you know i love the guys that i did it with but i was mm -hmm. doing all the work like all of it and so i was like and having to wait around for them and like trying to link up schedules and stuff yeah and i really fell in love with it but then because, you know, I was in school, I took 16 credits over the summer and it kind of made me quit and 16 credits over, I think it was eight weeks mm -hmm. killed me. So I couldn't do anything else. Yeah. Um, and then come to this summer, you know, the pandemic hits, we're all in lockdown. We can't go anywhere. My, I was supposed to start an internship in June and that got canceled due to the pandemic. Okay. And I actually had started watching, um, I started watching people play video games. You know, mm -hmm. I started watching Nick Merckx because, you know, I was really into Warzone. So I started watching Nick Merckx. And the fun that him and Tim the Tapman and um, Cloaksy, like the fun that they have together, I said, you know what? Me and my friends could do this. Yeah. Like, we have a lot of fun when we play. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, I, I thought about, I started doing it. I'm a big research guy. Like I'm not going to start doing anything without yeah. doing my research first. And so I started, I did about a month's worth of research, decided that, you know, I had the, I had the tools. I just wanted to get started. Mm -hmm. Another big reason, obviously, uh, and everything that I do is my kids. My okay. kids are huge for me. And so, you know, they, they were really big into YouTube, really big into, um, you know, 
watching their favorite players and stuff like that. And they always, they always pretend to be streaming. And so <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a try because mm. if they want to do it, I need to get to a point where I understand it enough that I can support them yeah. and help them, you know, help them be good at it. And so I decided to do that. And, you know, it really kicked off. Like, you know, at first we all kind of struggle, you know, you hit live, but then you don't talk. You're not talking to anyone. You're just kind of playing the game. Um, but I think, I think that once I started meeting different communities and joining into it, like my love of streaming came into all the people that I get to meet. Like I met you and Whack and Doggy Dad and yeah. Rat Any Rack. There's so many people that I've gotten to meet in this community that, you know, it's kind of filled the void that the pandemic has left in us getting to go meet new people, right? Yeah, of course. So you just helped me out. Um, that was a long-winded answer. <laughs> you just helped me out um, to how to pronounce Rad Radany Rack. Um, yeah, we just call him Rad. Okay, Rad. Perfect. Um, so he just dropped a follow, so thank you for that. Um, Ooh. <laughs> so that was, oh, baby. Like, yeah, you were talking. I was like, how do I say this guy's name? <laughs> I was just like, right, Rad, Rad. And then you just said Radany Rack, and I was like, okay, perfect say how it's how it's spelled pretty much yeah pretty much i mean that's how i that's how i go into anything and they'll they'll help you fix it if you um you know they'll tell you it how to pronounce it uh my volume's a little bit too low uh hey whack you're bossy i know dude wax over here like hey <laughs> pick it up bro pick it up You beautiful human. You guys, you guys, Robo has this deep, beautiful voice, okay? And I'm just over here with my loud voice. <laughs> uh, well, I also live on a very, on a very loud street. So if I, got me if I mess with the, with my compressor too much, you guys are going to hear all the, all the street racers driving by. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, and then it's like. I don't know. Like, I feel like we're having an intimate conversations. So I was like, I don't want to scream into my mic either. Dude, so intimate. I can move my mic closer and whisper and talk quieter. There we go. Make let's make them raise their volume instead of <laughs> yeah. Turn me up. Yeah, you turn us up. No, no, this is good. Okay, hey, bro. <laughs> All right, and then uh, how many oh, kids do you have? Chats in charge. <laughs> Wax in charge. Uh, how many kids do you uh, have? I have two boys. Two boys. Uh, what are their yes, ages? Sir. They are eight and nine. They're a year and one week apart. Eight and nine. Okay. So so you had them kind of young, right? Yeah. So I'm 32. So I was about 22 when we had my oldest. Okay. Right? No. 20, 21. Bro, I don't <laughs> math. That's not my job. So not super young, but still, still fairly young for the most part. Yeah, um, it was you know it's pretty it was pretty intense when they were growing up, but they don't remember not having bro a brother. So yeah, it's it's a blessing in itself that they are so close. Uh, but now they're getting to that age where they're you know they're those kids that they're like they think they know everything and their <laughs> personalities are starting to come up against each other. Yeah, I love them to death, but they. Those kids are crazy. 
Um, so I plus think, they like Fortnite, so I gotta okay. hear about that all the time. And so they just you just put whack on for them, and be like, here, entertain yourselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because whack keeps saying that just ra- random kids will pop up on his stream for Fortnite, and it's just like I uh, kind of sucks. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, no hate on, yeah, on we're Fortnite. Not Whack. I played, I played Fortnite when that was my first battle royale. So I, you know, I throw it back to Fortnite. I just there's a lot of kids who are like your dog water, zero earnings, <laughs> dollar set, and that's my kids now. Yeah, for me, it's crazy how the popularity for Fortnite has just stuck around so much. Yeah. You know, I keep thinking like, oh, this game will this game will come up and and bring it down. Like Fortnite, yeah. in a way, Fortnite is like the World of Warcraft of mm. of battle royales. So World of Warcraft obviously has been around since I was a junior in high school. Yeah, uh, and so that's what two thousand five. So it's been around a bit, and I think Fortnite kind of has that like it dominates the battle royale scene so much that like. What's the like? What are they gonna do? Like they they dropped into what season? Or they're in chapter two now of season? <laughs> yeah, season chapter five. two. <laughs> it's like make a new game, but at the same time, like well, it's and it's the same thing with Grand Theft Auto, right? Grand yeah. Theft Auto Five has been around for over ten years, and its popularity is still surging, and people are still playing it like crazy. I heard about uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, role play servers, and I was like, what? What? what does that mean? You just, I already role play. Like, I roll up and I'm just like, gotta get a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Grand Theft Auto, I mean, well, we've been hearing rumors since from, like, Grand Theft Auto 6 since, like, the year after Grand Theft Auto 5 came out. And it's just like, no, we'll just keep adding better shit to Grand Theft Auto 5. Well, and I think uh, the thing you have to think about is, like, obviously every game, you want to make money on it. You want to yeah. make your money back at least. Mm-hmm. And Grand Theft Auto, like the model that they built around it, is they've just been making money hand over fist, mm-hmm. nonstop. And Fortnite's the same way. Like, you think that they, it's cheap for them to get Disney characters into their game? <laughs> Probably not. But they're making enough money that they could just be like, "Yo, how about we put Darth Vader in the game, and kids will gobble that up." Mm-hmm. I gotta hide my credit cards. <laughs> So Fortnite and Grand Theft Auto, I don't think they're going anywhere. I there are rumors about six being in the works, mm-hmm. um, but you know who knows when we'll see that. Yeah, yeah. You you would I would have thought would have heard more hype for like GTA Six with like the new gen consoles and stuff, but yeah, uh, nothing yet. So probably another few years or so because GTA Five, their online community is still thriving like crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a Grand Theft Auto Five PS Five edition coming in the next yeah. like six months. Like I would not, I would not put it past them. That's so much money. Yeah, because I think what I I played GTA Five on my PS Three. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's when I played it, it on my. Out. I played it on my three sixty. Yeah. And then it's on the Xbox One now. It's on the PC now. And another game that you can think about like this is Skyrim, right? Mm. Skyrim has, what, released like five, six different copies of itself? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that game developers are on the right track with how they 
they get their money back. But if it means that I have to play the same game for 10 years, I don't know if that's going to work for me. <laughs> I mean, he says as he plays the, the same <laughs> Call of Duty every year, every day. <laughs> Ooh, whack, whack Panther with the biddies. Ooh, little bitty hype. Bitty hype. You're not going to start a hype train right now because I have no alerts on this overlay. So stop. <laughs> this overlay is so it doesn't get alerts popped up like crazy. Um, <laughs> um, but like for me, it was like for someone like how me and you play Call of Duty. And like like we, we don't really play together. But if I'm playing and I go on Discord, it usually says you're playing Warzone or or Black yeah. Ops multiplayer or something. I was really I was really hoping that when with the popularity of Warzone, it would kind of go like that Fortnite kind of route a little bit where it would just be yeah. pushed out, like just just focus on just Warzone and Modern Warfare. Because now I was like, I don't know, I feel very conflicted going from like Black Ops multiplayer to to Warzone. It just it just feels very off to me just because of how different the, the game engines are. Yeah, it's it is it's definitely an adjustment and I think I tweeted it out yesterday um and I don't know if you saw it but I said, you know, the DMR got nerfed or Raven, uh Warzone was like, "Hey, we nerfed the DMR. Mm -hmm. You're you're welcome. You can get back into your games and not be upset anymore." Yeah. But then Cold War didn't nerf the DMR. And so you go into a Cold War game yeah. and you walk around the corner and you're getting hip fired by a DMR and just absolutely <laughs> destroyed. Um I think I said like get wrecked, son, because they don't. They it's like they're two different games and yeah. two different engines, and so mm -hmm. they don't care. And you know, I play, and I you know, I th I really I really agree with you. I thought that Warzone would be the main focus, mm -hmm. and it kind of is to an extent because like you know, Warzone the weapons are getting nerfed the way that the community wants, right? Yeah. The Mac Ten took a little bit of a nerf. The DMR, the Type sixty three took nerfs. Uh, and most of the packs are coming to them, but Cold War, you know, Cold War is their focus right now. And so until March, when we get a new map and the full integration of Cold War, I think yeah. we're going to be, I think we're still going to continue to struggle. Yeah. I mean, cause even like the Mac 10 on Warzone felt more like a laser beam compared to the Mac 10 in, uh, Cold War. Cause in the Mac 10 in Cold War, the recoil is freaking insane. But, oh yeah, but in Warzone, I was just doing stop, stop with the biddies. <laughs> <laughs> now Rad's in here trying to throw the, um, up. stop. <laughs> the uh, the Mac Ten, I leveled it up completely in in Cold War. I didn't use it outside yeah. of Cold War until I got it fully leveled up, and so it was. It it definitely they feel like different guns, for sure, and. You can tell, like, when you go in, and a lot of the, the larger streamers mm -hmm. were saying things like, the, the larger content creators were, were basically saying, like, Cold War guns are great up close, long-range guns, you're going to want Modern Warfare guns. Yeah. So, it, it you can tell that there's two different sides to the engine, and you can even tell just by looking at the characters, right? So, like, yeah. you go in and you look at Park, for example. He looks completely different on cold war than she does on warzone so i don't know i just work here i just stream here i just stream here i just gotta deal with the product exactly 
<laughs> uh, I said no hype train. <laughs> I said hey, the man said no hype train, guys. I said no hype train because I got no I got no alerts on. So don't don't make me put on no. God damn it! <laughs> I'm ignoring. What chat. happened? I'm ignoring chat. My noise gate's aggressive. Oh god, dang it! See wax coming in, messing with everything. Okay, there. See wax in here doing his job, throwing the streamer off. Wax gonna make me turn, make him a mod when I'm not even gonna ask him for it. Oh god. Really, Alex? Really? What? What happened? He's just gonna drop a subby like that? Okay. So this is what we're doing now. Listen, I appreciate you having me on here today, man. <laughs> this is what we're doing now. We're causing a hype train. Gosh. Get that. Get that hype, bro. Oh, God. We got a hype train. <laughs> I, I said if I ever got a hype train... I was gonna chuck some henny, but it's two thirty in the afternoon. I don't think I'm gonna. I'm yeah, gonna dude, it's two thirty in the afternoon. I don't think I'm gonna. You gotta do it though. Oh, okay. Um, boo, can you, you promise, chat? Can you pos Can you can you toss me my henny bottle, please? The in the then the one in the freezer, yeah. It's 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 not me. It's chat. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if you want to deal with me either, but we gotta give it a chat, please. Are you serious? Yes. The people, really? the people ask for it. We are in a hype train. Listen, I shaved my beard into a mustache for chat. You can chug some honey at two thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> so, in this part of the audio, gets a little quiet, and that is because I go and get my Hennessy bottle from my freezer in order to celebrate the hype train that Whack Panther, my guest from episode three started in my twitch chat Henny with the henny level two hype train let's go chat hype him up i can't believe you guys can't believe you i can't believe you chat who would do this i'm a big boston guy do i have any connections there no sir I just, okay, so I live in Oregon. We have no baseball team here at all. And I said, or my dad said to me when I was younger, he said, pick a baseball team. He he's a big Mariners fan. He said, pick a baseball team. That's your team. And I was young. I like the color red. And I look and say, I'm scared. those are some Red Sox. I like that. Let's go. So I'm a big Red Sox fan. Two oh, years no. later, they won the World Series. I don't even have a chaser other than this coffee. You don't need no chaser. You're an adult. I am an adult. There's diet cranberry in the fridge. <laughs> there is diet cranberry in the fridge, but I don't think diet cranberry goes with the henny. Um, what goes with henny? What goes with henny? Uh, despair and nightmares. That's what goes with Coke? henny. Oh, fair. <laughs> uh, cheers, I guess, guys. Here's your chaser, 125 bitties. God damn it. It is supposed to be coffee in a conversation, no. not Henny in a conversation, but... Uh, Henny in a hype train. Let's go, chat. Henny in a hype train, let's go. Is that That's like half, right? 
Yeah, it looks like half. One more swig, call it even. Apple juice, apple juice and honey. You're gonna be feeling good the rest of the day. I don't, I don't have apple juice though. Fruity goes well. One more for good luck. Fuck One more for good luck. Ugh. Not as bad as I thought. I thought that would be worse. Uh, title of my autobiography. Ah, uh, sad. <laughs> oh, keep Y'all are paying for the carpet cleaner. <laughs> That's what the hype train's for. Okay. Gifted one to red. That's a homie, too. Uh... Oh, God. This whole... I was like, is there even anything for me to catch up on on here? It's just us trash talking you while the hype train goes. Oh, my girlfriend said they're going to have to pay for the carpet cleaner. That's what the biddies are for. I don't even know if I want to warm up my throat with this goddamn coffee now because I feel it's going to be gross. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it's going to be so fucking gross. Maybe you need chamomile too. Maybe I do need some chamomile too. For, for miracle, <laughs> let's go, chat. Oh, we're two percent away from level three. Let's go. Apple juice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go buy apple juice. I mean, I guess I don't have to. I'm almost done with my henny. There we go. Level three hype train. Well, we do have. I we have a regular apple. Did you buy apples? No, I didn't buy apples. You could have a cutie. I could have a cutie. Give me one of those. It'll probably make my mouth taste better. What? Level two complete. Let's go. What is your drink of choice, Alex? The people want to know. Uh, define drink. Uh, do you drink alcohol? I do. Yeah. Um, I haven't had reg I, like I don't do regular alcohol anymore. Okay. More of a beer guy now. Oh, my. You know, I like to. You know, I like to kick it back with a beer. Uh, I think the last one I drank was a Sam Adams Winter Lager. Mm. That was pretty good. Um, but you know, I can I can sip on some tequila. I'm a big Ooh. tequila guy. Okay. They used to have they used to have lime Red Bulls, and so I'd pour I'd get some tequila, ice cubes, lime Red Bull on that. That was um that was that was the business. Other than that. Um, Red Bull right now. It's just really Red Bull. Does Sam make some great seasonal brews? Yes, sir. Sam, you know, I, I get down with Sam. A lot of the Oregon beers make, or a lot of the Oregon breweries make some good seasonals also. I'm a big red ale guy. Shout out to the West Coast for, for all the small breweries. They don't call us the best coast for no reason, buddy. <laughs> um, Is Hypnotic that glittery drink? It looks kind of glittery. No, it's the light blue one. Hypnotic. I've, oh, the light blue one. I have one. no idea. Okay. Have we drank hypnotic? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, because even... I miss, in, go, I miss going anywhere. I miss going anywhere. 
I do miss going to breweries. That was a good time. There's a, the call, the college I go to, there are quite a few in the town where the college is. So there's, there's a lot of good breweries and my dad works in the town also. And so the last time my brother was up from Arizona, we went to one called Sky Eye. Man, they make some good beer and a good fried egg burger. Ooh. Um, Radmus is looking at the stars with you, Alex. And you guys went to the beach. We haven't done that yet. You guys go to the beach, lay on the back of the pickup truck, stare at the stars. Bro. I live in Oregon. We don't have a beach. We have a coast, and it's cold, oh. it's wet, and it's windy. Oh. Um, drive down to California. Oh, yes, sir. Right away. <laughs> right away. ASAP. Where all the good beaches are. Exactly. My, my aunt used to live in San Diego. Oh. So when we went down to visit her, we'd hit up the boardwalk down there and then spend all day on the beach. I miss it. Yeah, dude, just come down. We'll go meet up with Wack uh, over probably Santa Monica and uh, get a nice little tan going on. He's got my Tacoma. <laughs> and I heard you, you make those treks up those hills, dude, to, to record your videos. I'll meet you there. Uh, do you watch football, Alex, or are you mostly just baseball? Um... You know, I watch a lot. I think I watch a lot more baseball than I do any other sport, mm -hmm. mainly because I pay for the baseball package so I can watch all the baseball I want. Okay. Um, I don't really watch a lot of football. I used to, especially when I played fantasy football. Um, but I still follow it, like, on social media and stuff. It's just there's so much drama involved with it nowadays and then college football just doesn't interest me that much anymore either because you've got your powerhouses and they're always the same yeah alabama just always fucking winning oh yeah alabama oregon the university of oregon plus there's a lot of there are a lot of fans in college football that are just they're not they're not great <laughs> Um, yeah, I never really got into college football, but it always interested me where, like, people just love the college team to death, and they don't live near the college, they don't go to the college, they don't know anyone that goes to the college, but they're like, fuck it, Auburn all yep. day, baby. It's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I can, I can understand living in the state, the same state. I can understand, um... I can understand living in the city, but like I'm not gonna like cheer for a team in a specific game. Yeah. But I'm not gonna be like deck my house out in big red when I live in Oregon. Mm -hmm. Just just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, even in high school, I had like a bunch of people who are like, like, oh Alabama all day, and it's just like, bro, Alabama's been good for thirty years. Like, <laughs> like you're four kind of dynasty, bro. Like bro. you got. <laughs> yeah i mean and so like i have family down in arizona and so i rooted for the university of arizona for a really long time is that the sun devils um no it's the wildcats sun oh, devils okay. are arizona state mm. now i actually go to oregon state and so like i have some relation to the college so i have reason yeah. to cheer for him 
And Oregon State, know. that's it's the weird. is that the Beavers? Is that the Beaver yeah. mascot? Okay. Good old orange and black. Yeah, I do I do really like Oregon State's colors and their mascot. Yeah. I feel like when I see a, um, a, a college football game on, I'll be like, who has the best mascot and who has the best colors? I'm a I'm a root for them. <laughs> yeah. The the thing that always gets me is that there are so many different OSUs, right? Mm. You've got Oklahoma State, Ohio State, Oregon State. So it's like you when somebody says, "Oh, it's OSU," I'm like, "Which one?" Yeah. Especially because <laughs> Oklahoma State and Oregon State have the exact same colors. Oh, do they? Yeah, they're both orange, black, and white. Choo-choo, motherfuckers. Yes, sir. Got that choo-choo train. Uh, hey, congrats on the hype train, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you again, everyone, for, for that hype train. Um, I think the Hennessy is starting to hit. I don't know what I'm looking at anymore. All right, we're getting loose now. <laughs> Uh, now we're getting into the serious, serious fucking conversations. Oh, guys, he said it's serious. I better sit up. <laughs> okay, uh, which side of Oregon do you live on? Uh, west side or east side? Because uh, I'm pretty much like Oregon split in half, right? Uh, basically, kind you've got of. the mountains that cut through the middle. Okay, and the east side's the the less prettier side. That right? is they get definitely less rain. based on perspective. <laughs> Right, because I always yeah, hear, so yeah, because I always hear like the west, the west side of Oregon's like more foresty, a lot more greener, because they get the most of the yeah. rain, and then the east side's a lot less of that. Yeah, so eastern Oregon is is high desert, so okay. a lot of sagebrush and dust, um, and then western Oregon, you, it's really just the the Willamette Valley is the biggest part. Mm-hmm. So, and that ranges from like southern Portland to um, you, uh, I want to say Cottage Grove because we're nestled in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you, it's definitely green. My family's lived here for a really long time. Um, and it's, I mean, it's still, it's still beautiful despite those huge forest fires we had this, this past summer. Yeah. I mean, pretty much ravaged the whole West Coast. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was it was not great. My family actually, the, a fire got pretty close to our property that my family has, up in uh, up in the Cascades. Mm-hmm. So that was that was nerve wracking. Yeah. Um, one of the I don't like one of the times I and I went to a local like lumber store and I guess the the owner was there. So I was talking to him. He's like, yeah, I have this farm up in Oregon. He's like, the best part about it is that most of like my neighbors is like federal land or something. He's like, so we could pretty much just go on it like freely or something. And I feel like every time I hear people want to go to Oregon is because of that. Like, I guess there's a lot of federal, federal land and stuff. And I don't know. I don't know much about it. So basically like the middle of central Oregon is all is mostly federal land. Like you drive out there and it's nothing but sagebrush mm-hmm. and dust and for for miles. And my father-in-law and I actually go up there and we go rabbit hunting. Okay. We'll go out there and you can just like walk for miles mm-hmm. without running into anyone. Um, you maybe see three or four cars drive by on the highway there, but 
you know, the farms are so few in between and people just let their cows roam around out there. Oh. So it's, it's pretty intense with how, you know, you never realize how much land is out there, especially, you know, I spent most of my life in Western Oregon, yeah. you got to Eastern Oregon and you've got, I'm, I'm used to seeing trees as far as the eye can see. You can't see through the amount of trees, mm. how the, how many there are, but you go out to Eastern Oregon and you can just see the mountains to the east and the mountains to the west and it's just flat sagebrush yeah but lots of people will go out to the federal lands and they'll go hunting or there's a lot of like atvs that you like go out there all sorts of off-road vehicles even though they're not technically supposed to but they still do it anyway okay and then for you being from oregon what are your thoughts yeah. on portland <laughs> well <laughs> um i'm not a big portland guy okay i like going up to portland because that you know there's a lot to do there right so it's your yeah. big city it's our biggest city um that's where the trailblazers are that's where i think the winter hawks is what they're called the hockey team that we had for a while you know that's where our chick-fil-a's are okay and okay? we don't have any more chick-fil-a's anywhere else they uh, took them away from you guys <laughs> no, we did all of the first Chick-fil-A's were in Portland. Oh shoot. That's the farthest the farthest they've gotten to. So um there's supposed to be another one moving closer to me. Mm-hmm. Um in what I think you're alluding to is, you know, I I don't like Portland because there's so many people there. Okay. It's there's so many people and it's kind of dirty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, I don't spend a lot of time in the big cities, so I can't I can't talk about what they're all like, yeah. but you know, in the movies and you see there's trash everywhere Yeah, and it's, you know, it's kind of grimy, you know, there are certain parts of the city that are nice, like by the zoo and by the airport. But other than that, like the traffic and like, I don't, I don't want to walk down the street. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful city though. Like it, there's a river that runs right through the middle of the city. So when you're driving through it, it's great. Oh, damn. Yeah, because the thing is what, every time I hear about Portland, it's like, like hipsters, right? Like hipsters, uh, new age hippies yeah. or whatever, <laughs> like, like flooding the streets. That's exactly. If, if that's what you're hearing, that's true. That's 100% okay. what it is. You know, when a lot of people, when you tell them you're from Oregon, they're like, oh, you're from Portland. I'm like, do I look like, am I wearing flannel? Do I have a man bun? <laughs> Do I look like a lumberjack? Is my beard really big? <laughs> have I asked you if you, if you drink IPAs? Hey, no. we, don't, we don't hate IPAs here. Oh, I don't. I'm hey, you like IPAs? You like? But I'm telling you, all the hipsters I know, they'll be like, "Hey, have you tried this Sagebrush IPA?" Sagebrush IPA. And you're like, "Jeez, right? Is it free? Is it cold? <laughs> then I'll drink it." I think that's like oh, the funniest um, part. Like every time, like people make fun of people who like IPAs in that way, right? And then, like, my girlfriend would just stare at me like, that's you. I was like, bro, I just... Nah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's... it. You know, a lot of people make the jokes about the fact that there's so many people, you know, hipsters. Like, yeah. it's 100% true. And so when we see it on the... You know, it was funny for the first few years when you'd see it in a TV show and they'd be like, oh, hipsters over in... Need something? Um, you see someone over in... Portland, they're hipsters. Sorry about this. You're good. Um, 
you see you see hipsters and that's that's really what it is it's majority of the population up in portland now is is hipsters yeah i think for me is like because i live in pretty much like central valley uh california right so kern county um bakersfield um so it's kind of weird saying like i'm from california because people automatically associate like they usually associate socal to california yeah when i see that you when but then you go like norcal and it's more they start getting more kind of like what you guys have too right like it's more like hipsters up up in north cal kind of vibe ish kind of thing and then socal we usually associate with like uh social media more selfish more self interested kind of people in a way you know i mean i think that portland is really the only area you're gonna go and find hipsters in oregon okay a lot of southern oregon and especially eastern oregon Mm -hmm. is more like rural yeah right you get a lot of farmers and stuff like that so it's it's I don't want to say I don't want to say redneck, but a lot of people would associate those, you know, big trucks. Yeah. Um, trucker caps, like a lot of people would associate them with that. But I, I mean, I don't call them rednecks. They're just Oregonians. <laughs> no, <laughs> just I'm, not Portlanders. No, I feel like if I was to go to the the east side of Oregon, it'd be like the pretty much what I deal with every day. Because pretty much in Bakersfield, it's a lot of oil based jobs. So it's okay. a lot of oil and a lot of agriculture. So a lot of people have those Ford four by fours, Dodge four by fours, Chevy four by fours, like just going, <laughs> just just going to the supermarket trucks. and they're they're big ass trucks, yeah. And it's just like, bro, like yep. you guys don't have like a Honda I mean, Civic for like the in in town, <laughs> your in town groceries. Kind anywhere, of thing? anywhere in Oregon that you go that's off of I five, okay, you're gonna run into that exact same crowd, okay. right? So. Um, the capital, Salem, um, Portland, Eugene, like those are along the five. And so that's going to be your more like city folk. Um, whereas anywhere, you know, to the west or the east of the five, you're going to run into more people, more trucks. Yeah. More, more ag people. We don't have oil, but we have a lot of, you know, it's more lumber out here. Okay. A timber of, industry. Yeah. A lot of timber. And then, um, so let me just go back to, to college what are what what industry are you getting into or like what are you majoring in my major is marketing with a focus on digital marketing okay so i want to do stuff like design websites and yeah. create you know those annoying emails you get from the companies that you accidentally hit subscribe to like when you're signing <laughs> up for a newsletter like, yeah. i want to write those newsletters okay i want you to send me to your spam folder you want me to um, you want me to then, manually you know, like, put unsubscribe <laughs> I want you to hit five different buttons to unsubscribe. Um, <laughs> no, but like creating those kind of emails and writing yeah. content like that and a lot of social media stuff too. Um, and I think a lot of what I've learned in college has really helped me in the streamer scene, right? Yeah. So like knowing uh, how many times a day to post, knowing what times a day to post. Okay. Um kind of keeping an eye on the social media trends that, you know, some streamers may not. So, you know, TikTok's really big right now. Yeah. But YouTube is also starting to play with a TikTok style um, 
video format. And I haven't heard a lot of people talking about it. And so if you create vertical videos, YouTube shorts might be somewhere to look into to help grow. I've seen a lot of the few people that I do follow that have talked about it have seen major growth from it. YouTube shorts. So if any of yeah. you guys are in here, look into that because I hadn't, I, I didn't, I've never heard of that. It's like I've, I, heard, I saw, I see YouTube stories all the time now, which yeah. I, I never click on the YouTube stories, but YouTube shorts, that's interesting. So I've, the people that I do follow that have talked about it, they will take their exact TikTok videos yeah. and just put them on YouTube. Okay. So, and you know, I don't know if you're like me or my wife, but like you get on Facebook and you're just like, okay, well, I, I want to watch TikTok compilations, mm-hmm. like a specific trend or, um, you know, did you, were you into Vine? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Vine was when I was in high school, like. Yeah, okay. I think it was like around high school. Now I feel old. Like 2012-ish, um, right? It was when it started yeah. popping. Yeah. It was, right, it was right around then. But now, like, a lot of people like myself, I'll go back and I'll watch old Vine compilations yes. on YouTube. <laughs> Bring and the nostalgia so, like, back. Because it really, like, it really hits. So yeah. um, YouTube is a pretty good platform for growth mm-hmm. if you can get into it. Like, I don't know. For me, it's just the video editing part of it like i just haven't it's just a lot of time to actually try to like edit properly i actually and it's just like yo <laughs> like for me it's like it's, i kind of want to get my streaming content itself better before i try mm-hmm. to do good like highlights or good mashups for youtube and stuff i don't know that's just how, yeah. I, that's how I see it i get what you're saying the thing like in in pipeline um, we talk about this a lot. Like, you're uh, you should be putting almost as much time into offline content yeah. as you do on your online content, okay. right? Because you got to have stuff for the people when they're when you're not live, yeah. right? So right now we're live. Great, people are talking about us. We're talking to them. Mm-hmm. They're talking to us. Is what I meant the first time. But when you go offline, yeah. what do you have, right? True. You just have the clips on Twitch, but there could be somebody who stumbles onto your videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I post those clips on Twitter and I need to do a better job about hashtagging them. But, um, you know, people, when you're not live, they're going to want something to watch. Right. Yeah. And by creating that offline content, you're actually creating awareness okay. or not necessarily awareness, but like kind of keeping them f- focused on you when you're not live. Yeah. Right. And so, um, I, I don't make as much offline content as I could, as I wish I could, mm-hmm. because I have a potato for a computer. Yeah. Um, it's, it sounds like it's going to take off just with my camera and discord and my microphone uh, running right now. Shh, hey, knock it off. <laughs> but I think that offline content is huge, especially yeah. like when you want, cause you want growth outside of the stream. Like you want the people to show up when you're, when you are live. And mm-hmm. so you want ways for them to know about you when you're offline. Yeah, of course. So, something think, good to think about. The thing for me is just like I've I've just never been big into uh, social media. Like even like yeah, because like for me it's like all the social media started popping up like because like when I was in high school that's when like all the smartphones like right freshman year was like the android razor whatever was like big or whatever and then like 
for me, my yeah. family couldn't afford really afford any of that stuff, right? So like through the majority of high school, I had a freaking like a flip phone or like the sliding phones and stuff. So it's like so like most yeah. of so most of the stuff I did was like go online, look at Facebook, and dive into like stop like what apps before it could do right because like my very first smartphone yeah. was a was a windows phone so i had a windows Ooh, phone baby yeah so it was like i mean i loved i loved everything about it i love the way it felt i love the way but it had no i had like no first person apps right like mm-hmm. that was the biggest issue like like i guess like the snapchat ceo didn't like windows or something so we had to get a third party Snapchat, which was called like Six Snap, and then like Six Tag for Instagram. Like it was just, it was just, it was a struggle. Like if you guys don't know about Windows phones when they came out, it was a struggle to actually access stuff on it. So I feel like I missed a lot. Honestly, like I preferred the Windows phone to my iPhone. I have an iPhone now, and the only reason I have one is because Windows phone they stopped making Windows phones. Yeah. I had the Lumia 620 or whatever Windows phone for AT&T, and I absolutely loved it. I loved how it was set up. I loved everything about it. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Like, there was no apps. Mm-hmm. And I didn't ever look too much into it. I probably could have, but it doesn't matter now because yeah. they're gone. But, you know, that was that was my preference over an Android, and that was my preference over uh, Apple. And yeah now that they're gone like i have to choose between the two android or apple and i chose apple yeah um but like so back to your point about social media like i was around when myspace started Mm -hmm. and that was like early in my or that was like mid to late high school for me and it was weird it was an interesting idea that like you could just post whatever you want on the internet and other people would see it i'm glad that myspace is gone because i was a idiot um (laughs) and i'm glad that twitter wasn't around because i would definitely have said some stupid stuff on there but you know social media is amazing because you can learn you know we connect with people all over the world on twitch but like you can have an everyday conversation with somebody on on twitter right Mm -hmm. so like you know i could be blowing somebody up in a twitter thread at two o'clock in the morning and it's 4 p.m. for them and they're just and they're laughing their butt off so social media is a i think social media is a blessing in terms of another way for us to keep in contact with other people but i think it's a curse because you have to remember that everyone in most in most cases everyone can see what you're posting yeah i think that's like the biggest thing for me is like i think especially now with like jobs and stuff it's like as I think jobs don't know how to handle like <laughs> a person's like personal life compared to yeah their job life right because before everything was hidden but now people post everything that they're doing on the weekends the stuff they do and their jobs are like whoa buddy like <laughs> like slow your yeah, roll that's not... and that's you know that's one of the things that we talked about especially in some of my earlier co- um in my earlier college courses is like you know you you keep your social media presence to what you want people to see, right? So don't get up at two o'clock in the morning and just go on rants about something ridiculous, you know, because you never know when a future employer is going to go into that, go look back and, you know, it could be two years ago, Mm -hmm. but like you see with all of some of the, some of the athletes, 
and people go back 10 years yeah and find some of the tweets that they've tweeted and it's just like think about think about your tweets now think about them five years from now think about them in 10 years from now Mm -hmm. how are you going to feel about what you're saying in those time periods yeah if you if you're questioning it to me like maybe it's not something i'm going to post yeah but if it's you know some of the if it's some of the like feel good or you know like video game Mm -hmm. commentary or jokes to me that's fine yeah but there are some things that as we grow up and grow older that we'll see that we've thought and we're just like what were you thinking there buddy what's that about (laughs) but i think it also depends especially like with all the athletes when they bring up their old stuff it's like a lot of them it's when they're trying to get into professional sports so they're college students and a lot of the stuff they're bringing up is like yo bro like they were in high school they were 14 15 16 they don't know what the hell's going on like yeah (laughs) and so it's not fair to them bringing up the past like oh this guy said this or this guy did that and it's like yeah but what what circumstances like this kid was struggling or whatever you know and it's like i don't know for me like that's one thing i don't like about what what they call cancel culture is when like people bring up old stuff and it's without without giving them like the benefit of the doubt that they've changed in those years you know like like and even in one year i'm not the same person that i was last year i don't exactly. think i don't think the same i don't feel the same so i mean that's the bad thing about social media because like everything's on there without all that background information of what was going on at that time exactly so some of those athletes will get in trouble you know they may be maybe they posted a song lyric and they posted some bad words in that song lyric that they never should have posted but you know you were 12 at the time and you had a twitter and you thought oh i'm so cool because i'm posting this lyric from my favorite song yeah but then you go back like fast forward 10 years somebody brings it up and they're like so explain to me what you were what 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 was going through your head yeah a lot of people nowadays will jump to like oh he's a bad person yeah and less oh the fact that okay well he was 12 at the time let's think about this and the fact that he is now say a 22 year old yeah okay the professional athlete he's been you know he's had time to grow if he still feels that way that's a different conversation yeah of course but at least for me it People need to be given the a the benefit of the doubt and b a chance to chance to explain themselves. Yeah, and of course. At least apologize. Yeah. So, I don't know when I when I started my college career, I actually did a I I did a purge of my Twitter, my Twitter that is now my Twitter, my yeah. my streamer Twitter. I went back and I said, you know, there are a lot of things that I may have tweeted. Um, not necessarily about politics or my feelings towards an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and I went back and I was like, I this I thought about it in a way that like, would I want my kids reading this? Yeah. And so like, I went back and I, you know, I purged a lot of tweets because you know I was young, I was dumb. Sure, Twitter didn't come out that long ago, and so I was younger. Yeah. But I was still dumb, and so I've, you know, I've I've faced my demons and kind of got shooed them away. No, I mean, I've gone through the, I went through the same stuff too, especially once I started like taking streaming seriously. It's like, yo, like it's pretty much going to come like same thing, right? Like I said something, someone's going to take it the wrong way. 
I posted the wrong song lyric or whatever, and it's just like, yep. And it's like, okay, I said this. Like, I've I've had the same Twitter since I was in high school. Like, I've had the same, uh, I've had the same, I've had the same username. Like, Roblitron has been my username since I started making all my social medias. So like, okay. So like, it's like all my social media, it's under the same stuff. So it's like, so like, okay, eventually I'm gonna have to, pur- <laughs> I'm gonna have to go start purging. Because a lot of the yeah. stuff that I said when I made my Twitter when I was 14, a lot of people are going to take are probably going to take offense to it or take it out of context and not give me that benefit of the doubt that they probably exactly. should for a 14 year old back then. Yeah. Oh, and I, you know, I, I just looked and I made my account in 2011. Okay. Now, granted, I don't, you know, I at that time, so that was what, 10 years ago? I was 21, so obviously I was legally drinking age, but <laughs> there were definitely things I was not proud of tweeting. Yeah. Um, and so, like I said, I, I went back and just kind of said, you know, nah, we're going to get rid of that. And yeah. that was before I even considered streaming because, you know, social media, I think what's the point of having social media if you're going to make everything private? Yeah. Right. So like I have a private Facebook and that's only because now, now with me streaming, like I, I still want to be able to place to share photos with some family about my kids, Mm -hmm. but I don't want no offense streaming community, some random stranger looking at and being like, who's that? What are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) Like, who are these people? (laughs) (laughs) Who are these people? Do they sub to your channel? (laughs) I mean, for me, it's like Facebook, Facebook's like, a hidden mystery still for me because I just I just don't use Facebook, like, yeah, like I just don't like I go I'll go on it and then I'll just post like a picture of my dog and be like dog and then I won't I won't <laughs> yeah and then I won't touch it again for another like five months until I'd be like all right let's go see what's on again. So yeah. for, for me it's like Twitter, sometimes Instagram and then TikTok just to kill the time until I go to sleep you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I, when I met my wife, I transitioned from MySpace to Facebook. Okay. And I was obviously on Facebook for a lot longer than I was on Twitter. Uh, and I got on Twitter because one of my close friends at the time was all about it. And so I got that and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is actually pretty neat because, and actually that's where the name A Moment with Alex came from because it was really like, I tweet and this yeah. is your moment with Alex. Okay. And so like, it would just be random thoughts. Um, questions or like things i didn't like yeah um and so it was interesting but i've really peeled off of facebook and the only reason i keep it around is because i actually have a gaming i started a gaming page on there and that's where i post some of my longer videos Mm. um and for people who don't have twitter and want to be able to keep in contact with me so i i try not to get on facebook that often anymore even though you know i've got family on there and i want to be able to see what they're doing but most of the family i'm on there with I can actually just text messages. Yeah. Stuff, so I'm pretty close with them. Yeah. I feel like that's like Facebook is like, uh, let me keep an eye on my second, third cousins. <laughs> See how they're doing. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> it. I mean, cause uh, you're Caucasian, right? Like what's your ethnicity? Yes. Yeah. Caucasian. My mom always said that we were like native Northern Mexican, but you look at me and you couldn't tell. Okay, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, cause like for for me, like, like growing up, my parents are from Mexico and stuff, 
Like, it's just a completely different culture where, like, everyone's a cousin, everyone's an aunt or whatever. Like, yeah. Like, it wasn't until well, a, lot, and- a lot later, I'm like, okay, that's actually like a third, fourth cousin. They're not really family <laughs> in a way, but. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I completely understand that because my, so my mom's side of the family is really close together. They all lived within a two block radius of my yeah, grandma. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like, and they, it, you look at them and you can definitely tell that they're Hispanic or uh, yeah. Latinx. And so like they, you know, my great grandma, she would get up at five in the morning and make, make fresh tortillas every morning. There we go. And so the whole family would come over there. And so when we would go down there, we would spend time at her house eating those. And, you know, I completely understand, like you have all this family and, and then as you get older, you're like, wait, how are we related? <laughs> yeah. Like, trying to connect the dots. Yeah, dude. Yeah, because how you said, like, my grandma, I legit grew up a two-minute walk from my grandma's house. Yeah. Like, my grandma, then right in front of her was my aunt and her family. Um, two of my uncles never left my grandparents' house. Like, they stayed there. So, it was like, so like, every, like every, after, every day in the afternoon growing up, my mom was like, all right, let's go to grandma's house and just fucking walk down the alley. And then there I am yeah. with a bunch of cousins and stuff. And then people Perfect. people from Texas come over and it's like, oh, yeah, this is your cousin, blah, blah, blah. And it's like. Wait, that's my grandma's cousin, oh. not, not my cousin. <laughs> not my cousin. Yeah, not my cousin. Oh, and and like it's a lot of you can look at cultures and see that how important that is, right? Yeah. So like my my dad's side of the family is so spread out. They're all in Oregon, mm-hmm. but like my grandparents were an hour and a half drive from us. Yeah. And so and they they live out in the woods in the middle of nowhere on mm-hmm. like thirty acres of land. So nice. They they all kind of spread out and got their own land and stuff. And whereas if I when I look at my my mom's side of the family, like a lot of the same family lives in the same house. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, because my, my dad's side of the family is like even though they're all like Mexicans and stuff, but my dad being the youngest of his family. Like a lot of, so he grew up with a lot of his actual nieces and nephews that I thought were my like aunts and uncles or whatever. So like my dad's okay. side was like second, third generation here, you know? So there, so my mm-hmm. dad's side of the family is a lot different than my mom's side. So like, I didn't okay. really, I didn't really see my dad's side of the family except like every one, two years in a way. Cause they're like. They all have established lives, and then my mom's side, it's like, it all, it just it still revolves around my grandparents and like making yeah. sure my grandparents were okay for the most part. And you can like not to go back to the the whole culture thing, but yeah. it's like you can definitely see the variances, right? So, like I said, my dad and I live an hour and a half from my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And so it's like we talk to them on the phone. My dad talks to my my grandpa on the phone every Tuesday. Yeah. But like, they don't. He doesn't go up there all the time. Mm-hmm. Like he he tries to go up there once a month and stuff. But you know, I wouldn't say that his side of the family revolves around making sure that they're good. Yeah. You know, over the over the summer with the fires getting real close up there, like it it got touch and go there up there for them. Yeah. So. You know, it was a lot, it was scarier. And if, if we were all a lot closer, I think it would probably would have been a little less scary. But yeah. It is what it is. I mean, that's pretty much the another reason why I really wanted to do, like, 
um, this Dreamcast podcast, whatever you want to call it, was because I, I mean, growing up, I pretty much lived with other, like, Hispanics, other Latinxes, you know? Like, my community was, I lived in a small city, like, 95% was Mexicans, you know? Like, 95, 96%, like, very Mexican, very Latinx heavy. So I was like, I never really got a chance growing up to learn other people's cultures, learn how other people grew up and stuff. So that's pretty much one yeah. of the main reasons, like, yo, like, I feel like in order to grow as a person, in order to become a better person, you have to listen to other people's, like, stories, learn from them, learn how their culture is. Yeah. And that's, you know, to kind of double it down on what we, well, one of the first things we talked about, we talked about history to start this. And, like, yeah. you look at, you know, we all try to learn from our past. Mm-hmm. And history is literally just learning from everyone's past. Yeah. And so, um, you know, growing up in a, a tight culture where everyone is very close knit, yeah, I can definitely see that, you know, there might be some things that you miss, but there's other things that you're just going to, you know, you're going to excel at than others, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, there's hit and misses depending on on how everyone grows up, right? Yeah, of course. But I, th- I think that's awesome what you do is especially like with this little talk show thing that you've got going on, like you get different people in here, amazing people, shout out Whack Panther, um, <laughs> and you get them in here and you talk to you talk to them and you get their story. And that's like your kind of way of getting to know other people and, and kind of how their how their lives are. Yeah. I mean, for, for you, I was like, yo, this guy lives in Oregon. I always want to learn more about Oregon. Like I heard it's pretty up there. I heard it's I heard it's crazy. <laughs> there's a lot you hear about oregon <laughs> i was like let me let me yeah. see let me get the inside scoop on someone that actually lives there well uh, and and like i said like i live i live probably an hour and a half probably longer from portland so mm-hmm. i'm more i'm more middle portland or middle oregon um but i mean it, it, it is gorgeous you know you can see the you can see some of the big mountains every when it's not raining you can and it's a nice day you can see mount hood off to the east um, you know we've got the cascades are absolutely gorgeous on a, on a summer or on a summer day so it's it is it's it's gorgeous here <laughs> yeah i mean yeah pretty much every time i hear about every in oregon is just green foresty kind of place like like twilight <laughs> like we're twilight oh, no. oh. <laughs> you know you step outside you start sparkling because you haven't seen the sun in yeah a while. <laughs> okay so funny story about that we act, so for halloween this year they opened up what's called how Hall- do you ever see the movie halloween town yeah on disney on disney channel yeah, yeah yeah they have a halloween town up in here in, near portland okay and so we drove up there, and that's actually the house that is in Twilight is in the same city. No so way. When we got up there, we got to see that, and we got to see Halloween Town. So yes, there is parts of Oregon where you can go and you can find Twilight House. Uh, I didn't see any sparkling when I was there, you didn't see any but it was kind of it was partly cloudy. So was Twilight based in Oregon? Was it Washington? I thought it was Washington. But I don't know. It was Oregon. It was Oregon. Okay, with this, with yeah. this, the skin of a killer. 
<laughs> yeah, you got a bunch of vampires hiding out up there, living in the woods. Um, is there like native land up there as well? Like, like I know, like the werewolves was like a native tribe or something that was like yeah. nearby them. Is there a lot of native there... native land, like native territory? Yeah, I think there is some. I couldn't tell you honestly where. Yeah. Um, but. You know, there's some. You know, the rivers here are, are pretty big in the in the indigenous culture, mm-hmm. um, and so like when we go out there, like the stories that you can hear, and a lot of the a lot of the towns, well, not the towns, but the like local areas are are named are still the indigenous names. Okay. But but I could not tell you. I couldn't even <laughs> tell you on a map unless it was marked where they are. Okay. To be honest, no worries. I was I was just curious about that. I was like, is that kind of accurate? I know that in a way. I want to say that they're they're west of Portland. Because hmm. I think that the the or it could be east. Because Hood River, I know Hood River is really important to that to the to the main tribe up here. How's the hiking up in Oregon? You're asking somebody who doesn't like going outside. <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you this. Um, a lot of my friends do like to go hiking. Um, the The Cascades are absolutely amazing mm. for hiking. Um, in Near Corvallis, where I go to college, there's Mary's Peak. And that is a go-to place for local hikers. I think I have a buddy who does it every other weekend. Oh, nice. Uh, just because of how pretty it is. So the hiking is supposedly really good. I don't like going outside. <laughs> and so the pandemic was perfect for me. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it's, it, it is good. There is a lot of territory out here that you can, especially once you get east side of Oregon, mm-hmm. that you can hike through. Now, you did mention hike. I mean, uh, hunting earlier. Now, you guys. Yeah. Do you only go hunting for rabbits, or do you go hunting for, like, like wild birds, uh, deer? What do you usually go hunting for? Um, so my father and I like to go out and do rabbit hunting, um, but I haven't gone deer hunting probably since 2013. Okay, I've just been saving my tags. Yeah. Um, because you know you get a better better chance at a tag if you save up your points. Um, and so I've just been saving my points and my father-in-law keeps, you know, we're waiting until I figure out what I'm doing for after graduation before we decide what we're going to do. Okay. But I, you know, growing up my, my, I'm, I'm just like my dad, you know, come home. I just want to chill at home, watch baseball, watch something nerdy, play a game, (laughs) chill. Like that's me. Um, but my father-in-law, he's a big hunter fisherman guy. And so I do, I, I'm not a fisherman. I don't like fishing at all. Um, and like I said earlier, I'm not a big hiker, yeah. but it is fun when you're out just kind of walking through the woods, trying to see a deer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's a lot of fun. Some people may disagree, but we all have our, we all have our things. Yeah. We all have our differences. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I do, I do like hunting. Okay. Um, do you own any guns yourself? Uh, no. No, okay. (laughs) No, I do not. 
So when you go hunting, you usually use someone else's like rifle yeah, or whatever. Okay. For now. For now, yeah. No worries. I was just wondering. So are are you really big into like like guns and stuff? Like do you like YouTube like or like look into like specific guns and stuff like that? I know like a lot of people you do it as a as a hobby. Like they're yeah. really they're really like really um, big like gun fanatics, or you're just like, eh. I'm definitely not a fanatic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would, <laughs> I, you know, there's a YouTube channel called Forgotten Weapons. Okay. And I subscribe to that. And it's actually kind of cool because it, it kind of falls back on the history idea. Yeah. Because they'll go back and they'll compare weapons from World War II. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's pretty cool. It's just something to listen to while I work sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I no, I wouldn't say I'm a fanatic. Like I've done my research, mm-hmm. um, and I I want to say that I'm versed. Yeah. But no, I'm not a I'm not a fanatic. I I I I know how to use one safely. Yeah, I think that's. I think everyone should learn how to, like, should take a safety gun course at one point in their lives just to in the case of an emergency they know how to handle a firearm properly because i feel a lot of people even if it's not one that you you plan on doing anything with it's just knowing how to properly handle it Mm -hmm. that i agree with i mean i think I, i like that that whole um you look at old like like that the the history of guns and stuff like older guns like i always like like older weaponry like seeing how how like they evolved over time like i know my friend he had like a he bought like a really cheap like the what's the kr98k the the, like the yeah. yeah so he he bought one of those he's like yeah dude it was like it was like 300 dollars or whatever and i was like okay <laughs> so like for scary. me yeah dude for it was it was kind of scary how cheap he got it but He's like, yeah, he's like World War II surplus. I don't know, whatever, whatever. He's however he found it super cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that kind um, of stuff like really interests me, like the older. I think that's why I always like like World at War, like Call of Duty World yeah. at War or like World, even World War II after it got a little bit better after its initial release. Like just like those older guns, like just they just always like they just always seem cool to me. Yeah, I think. And for some people, it's the idea of, like, the modern weapons is kind of scary. Yeah. Just because we know what technology does nowadays. Um, But I I agree. I think I've always, you know, there's the idea behind the Tommy gun and the specific sound it makes. Yeah. You hear the Tommy gun, you hear that specific, the specific sound or the the M1 Garand Mm -hmm. with the uh, the bam, 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 ching. Yeah. Like there's a little clink. (laughs) I I don't want to say that like there's nostalgia around that, but it's still like, there's just, there's just something cool about those. It's just unique. Yeah. It's the legend behind them. Right. Mm -hmm. For me, it's, you think back and it's like, you know, world war two, which, you know, I don't want to glorify it, but you know, there were a lot of heroics that happened during that. And, I think that it's just the idea behind it that kind of get me. I am growing up uh, in high school. I was very into learning about World War II. Yeah. Um, and I felt like there was a lot that was left out of my high school education. And so I had, I had, I don't have them anymore, but I had like five or six different books on, on things that happened during World War II that I found were pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. 
I think for me it was like the is it the MG forty two the German was it the German light machine gun that yeah sound, the like, MG forty two it was like something uh, like a chainsaw or something yeah the chain <laughs> the buzzsaw yeah the buzzsaw they called it um they called it the Führer's buzzsaw well mm. they used his real name but I don't like the I don't like to yeah. invoke his name so. That was like we, because I used to watch like the History Channel all the time growing up as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. so when they would yeah. be like World War Two documentaries and stuff, and they'll be talking about that gun, I was like, like that's just crazy. That was like the first thing. Like people would be like, oh nope, turn around. <laughs> like, yeah. like we're not, well, yeah. we're not hitting hey, that way. I was watching a movie. I it was about World War Two, and at one point, they like I you couldn't see the you couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. But like they they were cresting a hill and you could hear it and I like it has such a distinct noise yeah and it, and that's part of like you go back and you watch those old movies or you watch the forgotten weapon stuff and mm-hmm. you learn these sounds of these guns and like I'm watching the movie and I go I would go over that hill if I were yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> it's like all right let's go let's go around it might take us a few extra hours but yeah. we're avoiding that yeah. <laughs> that nest <laughs> well especially if you go back and you watch some of the more realistic movies like. Um, my it's it's still one of my favorites saving private ryan yeah. uh, tom hanks did and steven spielberg did an amazing job with that movie with some of the realism that goes mm-hmm. on in it um but you know they at one point they try to take a hill uh, a, a machine gun nest yeah and the specific sound that that gun is making when they're trying to take it is just i i'm you know sometimes I'll, when i watch a movie and my wife is asleep i'll put my surround sound headphones on okay and I, I like to listen to my movies loud. And so there's some <laughs> of those movies where you watch and you're like, you're kind of shook just listening to yeah. them. I can only imagine what, it, what those guys went through. So, Oh dude. I, I, yeah. That those guns, like, I mean, World War II within itself, like the amount of guns and the, like how fast they had to come up with new stuff, like pretty much on the fly. Like, so pretty much, yeah. what, and the response to the MG forty two, the uh, we came up with the brownie, right? The an, another uh, like a really big LMG. Right? It was it was like the brownie. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot what the like the M the M something. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, there's actually a podcast, and I'll hold on. Give me a second. I can see if I can find it. Okay. But there's a podcast, a history podcast that if you're interested in. Uh, I definitely recommend you listen to it. They ha- he does one on World War One also, um, and if you think World War Two is interesting, World War One is absolutely bonkers, terrifying. Yeah, World War One was think, all the like, chemical war- warfare, right? It was a lot of there's a there's a lot of chemical warfare, but you have to think about like artillery was first introduced, mm. the way that that they did artillery in waves, yeah. um, and you had guys out there on horseback, you know, trying to fight machine guns yeah so and this it's dan carlin's hardcore history oh yeah, yeah. he does I, one i'm on, subscribed to it on, on uh, world war Two. on apple podcast yeah yeah um i would definitely listen to uh the world war one edition i don't remember what it's called but i think it's the destroyer of worlds okay oh, i don't know but my phone's trying to play it now um <laughs> um but it, you know, I listened, it's like five episodes and they're mm-hmm. each an hour and a half long. And it talks about, and it, it'll give you a different perspective on World War One. 
Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of people think more about World War II and how gruesome it was. Mm-hmm. World War One had, you know, your, you had guys, the old fogies are out there with their swords yeah. on their hip and their, their, their old pointed helmets yeah. trying to do a cavalry charge into a into machine guns so mm. it completely changed war was is really what it is was and, the movie the last and, samurai around world war one as well or was that world war two no so the last samurai is actually post um i want to say it's pre-civil war yeah american civil war okay. oh yeah i think it was. Uh, yeah you're so, right because that is when they first introduced the the Remington lever action, mm. um, and it's it's right after you know the U.S. cavalry and the big altercations that they had with the Native Americans and the Sioux. Um, but the Last Samurai is a very good movie, also. It's fictitious, but it's, yeah. it's great. I think that that that's just a good movie to show, like like old traditions with like modern web or like at that time, like newer weapons, like how they kind of clash yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Especially because like you think about the way that the samurai were, they are, you know, they're in themselves, their own breed of mm-hmm. honor and tradition. And they have a very specific fighting style. Yeah. And then you have the West. Uh, well, I guess to them, it would be the East, but to the West, yeah. you know, the United States and their love for guns and they're basically helping Japan become modern mm-hmm. in the sense of introducing guns and the inscripted army, right? Yeah. So with with the samurai, you had your specific people who that was their job was to fight. And so have you you've seen The Last Samurai though, right? Yeah. Okay. And so like I don't want to say peasant, but it's really what they call themselves in the in the movie you're creating this peasant army to fight mm. people who've literally been fighting their whole life. Like yeah. Their whole life is based around fighting. And so it's really interesting seeing how, you know, you've got soldiers going up against, you know, people who've carried a gun once in their life. So it's, it's a very interesting movie. Yeah. All right. And then going, almost changing it from history, war, guns, <laughs> uh, uh, all, the, all the heavy stuff all the heavy stuff um your kids do they play like little league baseball do you, you got them in or nah not really um i we could never really get them into the idea um <laughs> when i talk about baseball mm-hmm. my, my both of my kids leave the room okay they don't like my youngest son wants to play soccer the pandemic kind of slowed that down yeah. Uh, we wanted to get him into soccer. He really wanted to. He actually told us, he he said, I want to play soccer. Okay. And so we were like, okay, let's do it. We'll get you into the lot, the, the, whatever the little kid's yeah. soccer series thing is. We'll get you into that. That'd be great. Um, but I, you know, I wanted, I wanted both my kids to get into baseball and they, you know, either I missed the boat on that and they just never <laughs> wanted to, um, but now they for sure don't want to. Yeah. My oldest son wants to do robots, and he's 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 smart, and so he's yeah. he's getting into the, you know, science is his thing. Okay. And my other my other son is artistic, um, but neither of them really wanted to do, um, 
sports yeah. other than so- the one wanting to do soccer. And did you do sports growing up or not really? Because you say you don't really like being like going did, outdoors, yeah. hiking and stuff. So I was like. <laughs> yeah. So when I was their age, I did soccer and baseball. And then in high school, I actually did football. And then I did. Um, I did football. I did swim team. And I'm gonna regret this, but I also did cheerleading. Okay. For one for one year. Not bad. Were you at the bottom of the pyramid? No. I was, yeah. I was, <laughs> I, I, was, I was doing all the holding. I was a lot stronger back then. <laughs> uh, what position did you play in football? Uh, defensive end. Oh, so okay. I got to you know I my one of my favorite moments was during a scrim. We had like a. I don't want to say it was like a tournament scrimmage, but it was a bunch of schools came into mm-hmm. town and, you know, JV was on one side and the varsity was on the other. And um, one of the kids, I like, they said hike and I did a thing and we, we met up and afterwards he, he turns to his buddy and goes, my sister hits harder than that. And I, very next play, I threw him down on his face and sacked <laughs> the quarterback. And I said, I, I told him, tell your sister what's up. Uh, my boy <laughs> Alex got burnt. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, no, man. I, you know, I'm all for trash talk and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, high school kid, you you say those kind of words, yeah, people are gonna get mad. It's it's gonna go down after that. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, what is the first video game you ever remember playing? Okay, we had a sega game master okay back so in the early early 90s we had a mm. sega game master and we had this game called shinobi and it, you were it was a side-scrolling ninja game and so that's the earliest game i can remember rolling around as a ninja throwing stars at people <laughs> kicking them in the face yeah uh and then we also had a little baseball game and my dad would try to play with me, and I would literally just play catch around the diamond because I didn't know what else to do. So I'd be like, throw to first, throw to third, throw to home, throw to first. I feel like I still and... do that when I play the show. <laughs> and I just like, throw <laughs> messing around. <laughs> I, I think if I play by myself, I might do something like that, if, especially if I'm a little bored. Yeah. Um, but like, I have a buddy who will bring his play because I, I have an Xbox, I don't have a PlayStation, and so he'll mm-hmm. bring his PlayStation over. And we'll just sit down and, you know, have a few beers and play the show. And, but between me and him, like, we take it so seriously. Yeah. And then the trash talk continues until the next time. So. <laughs> I mean, isn't the show supposed to be coming on Xbox this year? That's what they said. That's what I'm hoping But I have a for. feeling it'll be on the Xbox Series 1, Series X or whatever. Yeah. I'm really hoping for it because, I mean, I played it last two years ago when I had the PS4 um, before I got, yeah. before I got rid of it. And then I was like, there's really no baseball game on Xbox other than like, was it like mega baseball? Like mega the mega... baseball. <laughs> yeah. And after a while, super you... mega baseball. yeah, super mega baseball one and two on Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those games are fun, but yeah. like you, I can only, I, I can only get into it for so long. Like when I hit the pitcher back in the face with a line drive and he just yeah. lays there, I'm just like, Oh boy. <laughs> you can only hit so many home runs off of Oh yeah. <laughs> off of them before you're when like you, uh... when you you have the whole score like when you bat around and everybody in the in the lineup is in a home run, 
it, it gets <laughs> kind of like, okay, can I sim the rest of this game? Because yeah. I don't think they're winning. Yeah. And then you then you pull up the level and there's just the defense just making stupid plays. It's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, like this, jumping from 40 feet away and catching yeah. the ball. And I'm like, okay. All right. Ken Griffey couldn't do that, but whatever. Yeah. Um, is there any sports games that you're currently playing or you've played recently? Um, so I have some friends. We've been doing a Madden ter- uh, Madden franchise okay. online. So we each picked a team, and like they were the worst team in Madden, and we're all making them better year by year by year. Um, so that's really the only one I've been playing. We 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 buy probably every other Madden. Okay. So like we we got this year's Madden, and we we are in our third season already. We're kind of going at it slow because obviously we're all busy. Yeah. But I have not been to the Super Bowl yet. So. <laughs> Doing great. Madden is one of those games that kind of like makes me sad seeing how how low little it's progressed. Yeah. Like, I'm like, why a, why is it that I, I, like I missed the... Madden 2004 so much when I used to play that on my original Xbox? Yeah. I feel like it's the Call of Duty of sports games. Yeah. Like, I feel like nothing changes every year, and yet I still end up buying it. <laughs> and then after six months, I'm like, why did I buy that? You play for a little and bit and you're like, like, why did you buy that? Yeah, it's like, uh, you're just spending money on something that's just got a little bit better animation. Yeah. A little bit um, better graphics. I miss the NCAA games. I felt like those were absolutely amazing. I never really played hey, those. Um, I have to go. Yeah. I sorry, sorry it's a little abrupt, but it sounds like something's happening in my living room that I gotta go take care of. Okay, no worries. We'll go ahead and end it here. Uh, hour yeah. and a half, no worries. You <laughs> sorry, man. Do a do a wrap up before you leave. Yeah, for sure. It, I mean, it's your show. I just I gotta go deal with this. It sounds yeah. like. All right, just go ahead, man. Uh, thank you so much for having me on, dude. Yeah, I'm happy you're you're able to show up for a little bit. We, hopefully, we could do it again link up sometime soon that'd be awesome (laughs) all right alex thank you so much man uh everyone if you guys don't follow alex go ahead follow him show him some love uh thank you so much truly deserves it truly deserves it oh no hey if you came here from my twitter earlier you need to be following this man (laughs) robotron is amazing being too kind but i Really, I appreciate it, man. It was a good conversation. I'm also out of tea, so there we go. This is <laughs> it's, I've been out of coffee um, for like 30 minutes, so I'm like over here, like <laughs> caught him mouthing it. I'm a little thirsty, yeah. And then the freaking handy got me hot. It was absolutely fun. <laughs> it was a great conversation. I, I absolutely appreciate you inviting me on to do this. I hope I live up to the Whack Panther, dude. This was this was interview. Great. This was. This went a lot better than I imagined, just because I, I don't I don't have high hopes when I go into this, because it's like Ooh. I never have high hopes. Imagine, I don't have high hopes because <laughs> of myself, not because of my guests, because uh, of no, myself. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, more credit to you. All right, thank you, man. Well, all right, Alex, we'll see you around, man. Go go handle your business. Yeah, <laughs> I hope everything's okay. You guys have a great rest of your day. I will catch you later. Robotron, thank you again so much for having me, brother.
Of course, man. Thank you so much. Alright, I'll catch you later. Bye bye.